Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well... That's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hi! Hi! It's the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071. Gosh, that Christina Aguilera growl. I kind of missed that. Uh, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. And uh, you know what? I do just want to share this. If people are listening uh, over the air and they're like, hey, what's going on? Our engineers are apparently working on our signal today. So if you really want a good, clear signal, you can listen through the My Talk app or you can stream online. That's uh, another option. Pew, pew. Um, but that's not why we brought you here today. We've called together this group of uh, smart people to talk about what's going on with Demi Lovato and her now ex-fiance. Okay, so things are getting weirder by the moment. Which so you, is saying a lot because it's done been weird. It's been weird, right? Mm-hmm. So I need to tell you guys, if you don't remember, that Demi Lovato was engaged until five seconds ago to somebody named Max Erich. And Max Erich is an actor in his own right, and he's currently filming in Georgia, I think, for a movie about God and pastor or something he's been posting a lot about it that's mm-hmm. a separate story but um most recently we learned that the engagement had ended how did we learn this from the tablets from the tablets right and uh if you want to know for uh like exactly how this went down um us weekly has put together a nice little um you know, a nice little timeline, timeline of everything. Mm. And I was just reading through that yesterday and thinking, God, this is just like weird. So basically their relationship happened in like a hot minute and it happened. It kind of accelerated throughout uh, the pandemic. Um, and it ended up, of course, or culminated with them being engaged. But then most recently, the engagement ended. Ended. Mm-hmm. Unof- well, I should say unofficially because we've never been told officially that the relationship has ended, right? Right. If I remember correctly. And, um. Well, no, she has said a statement. Or has she? I don't think she's. And I'm just trolling through. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to remember. Because or was it- everybody just took this, um, picture of her not wearing a ring and sporting a dogs over people t shirt. Um, so which, by the way, like now, a, what a way to announce a breakup. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay. 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 She has yet to publicly address the accusation. Um, Max then told us. 
that he had found out through the tabloids that their relationship was over. Now, they're not together, obviously, because you might be like, well, wouldn't you know if right. you broke up because you're not together anymore? But remember, he had to go to Georgia and be in a bubble to film this movie. So that's obviously why they were, dis- you know, they were already right. separated. But presumably they were still together when he parted her physical company. Right. Um. Anyway, so that's where we left things. But this Max character kind of got a little weird, right? Because he started to say things like on social media that um, he didn't know that this relationship had ended and that he found out through the tabloids, which is a little disturbing. Right. Right. Um, and then he had posted a bunch of stuff, which he has since taken down, which said like, I still love you and I still want us to be together and you're still an amazing person. You should call me and do some stuff. Um, kind of rambly. Um, on Sunday night, he said over the phone, uh, up to this moment, no, rather he said up to this moment, we haven't spoken over the phone. We haven't even officially ended anything to each other. Mm. So he still says that he hasn't gotten the official breakup. Now, um, he also clearly doesn't want to end the relationship. This all just smells to me like there's something going on. Mm. And I think the something is that, uh, Demi is like, um, I have to get away from this guy. Because his past is somewhat troubled in the sense that there were all these um, tweets, you'll remember, Mm -hmm. where he tweeted about Selena Gomez and actually said in one tweet, allegedly, that Selena Gomez was better than Demi Lovato. Like, kind of awkward, right? Awkward. Um, And then she came out and was like, these tweets are fake. But, like, here's what I think happened. I feel like she realized far too late that she... She got, I don't want to say she got played by this guy, but she bought something that she realized was different than what she thought it was. And she checked the return policy, and it turns out she can still return it pretty easily. And when he was like, I gotta go do this movie in Georgia, she's like, okay, bye, and then changed the locks, right? Yeah, and I, so the, because the other piece of it is, to me, and I, this is this comes from nowhere. Again, I have literally no evidence of this, but we do know that she's been on a journey for the last few years, and that she uh, probably has surrounded herself with some mm, um, uh, people who would encourage her to be self-reflective. And I, 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 my imagining is that somebody was like Demi Girl. We got to talk about this guy because you're a little bit blinded by love right now. But, you know, first we had those tweets come up, but let's also look over at this stuff because he's doing some questionable stuff. Yeah, and she was like, um, bye. Yeah, and now, somebody was like, "You, this now's the time. Remember, again, that we talked about this yesterday, um, that she allegedly told him it was over and it was about to come out in the tabloids, mm-hmm. right? But he is the one Where that's Where did saying- we hear that from again? From, I think, People, if I remember correctly, but it doesn't, I mean, it was either People or Us Weekly, because nobody else is talking about this, other than, like, all the fans on Twitter. Um, But he, again, says he didn't know anything. He didn't know anything until the tabloids. He still uh, wants, he still thinks they're together, would like them to be together, and insists that, quote, this is the God's honest truth. So, I just feel like two people 
two different stories, only one of them can be correct. And my money right now is on Demi Lovato, because this mm -hmm. guy, if you do a cursory inspection of his personhood via social media like Instagram, etc., uh, I would be a little concerned. Yeah. yeah. He's into some questionable stuff. Yeah, he, he has been posting some interesting things that are conspiratorial in nature, mm -hmm. and that's... I just me. I don't think he's good for her also at the point that you have to go to social media to tell people that you think your relationship is as far as you know still fine and everything's okay I mean if you had that question wouldn't you just call the person that you're in a relationship with and be like what's going on okay so to that point Bradley I think that that tells us a lot about what he wants i mean he's what he's doing not expertly is trying to spin the story to make himself look better yeah and you're right to a discerning listener you'd say instead of why don't you pick up the phone and have a conversation with that person through your insta stories like call me maybe just call her yeah because you were in a relationship? Even a text would be okay. Yeah, I mean, I, I say call like, because I'm a thousand years old. Have but in your this people day, talk to her people. Like, yeah. how did this all start, right? Or call her? You're, yeah. You were engaged, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Like, if there's any dispute, something... Yeah, this is just a hotbed of lies. And he, we're going to find out um, that there's going to be a restraining order, is what I'm saying. Just, just there's going to be a restraining order. Buckle in. When we return on the Colleen and Bradley show, uh, we've got a Publationship snack pack. Uh, we're going to have a little crunch of hake. Oh. And then we're going to have uh, some sweet aflarmus. <laughs> a little Publationship snack sweet pack after this on My Talk 1071. It's a Publationship snack pack on the Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hi. Uh, we're going to hit you with a salty, crunchy hake, and then we're going to follow it up with a sweet aflarmus. What's going on over there, Trainer? Nothing. Okay. Um, so what's going on in Hake Town? Um, so Hake, for those of you who are not familiar, Hake is a publationship. A publationship is a celebrity relationship used for publicity. Hake is Julianne Huff and Brooks Lake. And uh, this is the zombie publicationship that won't die. Literally, Ugh. they announced that they were divorcing, I think, in March, April. Mm, yeah, like April, May. Uh, a long time ago, um, during quarantine, they announced that they were going to be breaking up. Well, they never have. In fact, they're still married. They were married in 2017, and they're still there. Yes, they announced their separation in May, according to People. Um, we are now getting more exclusives from People magazine about what they're up to, and the latest trajectory of their publicationship, again, publicationship, relationship for publicity, mm -hmm. they are using this for their careers. Now, it's so obvious for a number of reasons. We'll get to that, put a pin in it, hold of the phone, but I continue. The current storyline from these two that they've been leaking to tabloids is that, well, they might just get back together. Like, they are apart, but not really, because they're still married, mm -hmm. but they were going to be divorced, so they were separate, but now they're together. So really nothing has changed, yet you would think that this has been a roller coaster 
of a few months, right? Well, that's the story they're telling, is it not? No. I mean, yes, it is. And no, it's not the actual story. Julianne Huff and Brooks Lake are now, according to People Magazine, vacationing together. Oh, by the way, where they were actually married. Julianne Huff and Brooks Lake are vacationing together in the very place they tied the knot over three years ago after deciding to give their marriage another shot. Two sources tell people the stars are together on a trip to Coeur d'Alene, Idaho, which happens to be where they got married in 2017. Lakes has been social distancing in Idaho while Huff isolated at her home in L.A. prior to their reunion. Um... These two are exhausting to me uh, for the following reason. This has all been a performance. Yep. This has all been a performance and the storyline and even just the fact that even just the headline, they are they've gone to vacation together in the place where they wed. It's like all too. Um, it's like they hired a playwright to and like write a bad one. Yeah, like a poor playwright <laughs> to write their fake breakup. So and like because to your point, nothing has changed. Yeah, I think quote uh, to use a phrase that we say often on this show. It's, it's so, so obvious, obvious. <laughs> that this entire thing was just publicity. Look, he has a podcast. He also has a lifestyle brandy thing website. Travel the world, be amazing, and show me your chest or something. I don't know. It's just very manly and things. Um, and then she has her Kinergy. I'm gonna air hump the massage table and travel the world with very intelligent people. And then I'm gonna make money off of Goop kind of as a side hustle so like they've got their projects and you know like many relationships who are probably movers and shakers they were not in the same place right Right. like they were off doing their own thing which is doesn't i mean you can be in a relationship and be in two separate places and be totally fine but it's like they knew that this was going to be the trajectory for the year and so they're like well let's get as much mileage out of this and you know started dropping hints to celebrities or uh, to tabloids, and why would anybody drop copious hints to tabloids about what's going on in their relationship? Well, because they need attention. Yeah, exactly, because as a celebrity, you're... I mean, you guys, look at the headlines of the news. What was the headline yesterday? Don't say it because we don't talk about it. Oh, yeah. Like, look at any headline. Right. People... Mm -hmm make money off of who people think they are. Mm -hmm. And the only reason you have opinions about people is because they put themselves out there. Because they tell you what your opinions are. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. 
Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mmm. What flavor are you holding? Now open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. Uh, we will not be fooled by them again. Now, the the other true the the experience here, the reason that we know this is all true is because they have not actually commented. Right. That's because the playwright is the one that's putting all this out. I'm telling you, okay. I'm going to not go down that uh, avenue. Uh, instead, can we take a turn over here to Aflarmus Lane? Yes. What's an Aflarmus? Aflarmus is another publication ship known as uh, Ben Affleck and Ana de Armas. Well, here is what Vanity Fair is reporting about those two. An insider has revealed, I don't know, an insider. What does that usually mean? I mean, if it's not a totally fake person, it's somebody... It's acted directly to the story itself. Well, an insider has told The Sun, and of course Vanity Fair is now reporting on it, that uh, Ben Affleck has officially moved into his own uh, mansion, which he bought after his divorce, his separation, I should say, of Jennifer Garner in 2018. By the way, they're not officially divorced yet, right? Oh, I'm trying to remember. Ah. I don't think they are. That's crazy. Holly, if you can get a status on that, because I honestly don't think they are, but I could be wrong. Anyway, uh, he is getting the home ready for his, quote, fiance in waiting to join him. What does that mean, you ask? Yeah, what is fiance in waiting, first of all? Uh, That would be what they're calling Ana de Armas, because the story goes... He's got this dad pad, as they call it in Vanity Fair, that was his very own home that he bought after his split from Jennifer Garner. And she is going to be moving in. Uh, She's been, quote, moving many large suitcases across town (laughs) to his home. Well, like what? Yeah. Like she's just schlepping a big suitcase. She's just schlepping her suitcases trying to get ready to move in with Ben Affleck. And a ring is imminent oh jennifer garner and ben affleck officially divorced oh that's right yeah but it was pretty recent Uh, a couple years ago yeah oh really it took a long time i do remember that their divorce took forever in any case she's moving into ben's dad pad sanctuary and uh a proposal is imminent is imminent you know why a ring is imminent is because ana de armas is doing advertisements for the diamond industry thank you all right When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we've got celebrities behaving badly. Oh, the celebrities behaving badly. We love to tell you about them on the Colleen and Bradley show. My Talk 1071 streaming live at mytalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer. And we have a name for those celebrities behaving badly. That name is D-Bag. Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag. Of the day. Who's your day bag? Um, Diane Keaton. <gasps> and oh. kind of Kyle Richards, too, but mostly Diane Keaton because, well, most days I would pick her 
as my D-bag. Mm-hmm. Um, so and if you don't know why, just Google it. Just Google it. But um, today, in fact, the reason that I selected Ms. Keaton is because, not because she loves a hat, uh, but because, well, do you remember that picture with the uh, lady with the big fingernails? Yes. Who was like a psychic, and then Kyle Richards was like, that's my ring! Yeah, so Diane Keaton took a picture of the psychic's fingernails because she thought the nails were so crazy awesome. And then she posted it on her Instagram, and then Kyle Richards saw the picture and was like, oh, that ring got stolen from my house. Yeah, it turns out none of that is true, at least according to the lady involved. So... Um, if you start, you're looking at me like, no, because I'm like how I want to know how this is all going to. So the long nailed lady in question, um, is actually named Diana French and she is a retired pharmacy clerk from LA who unbeknownst to her went viral. I mean, her hands went viral, which sounds kind of gross, but the reason is, (laughs) as we've already described, because for some strange reason, Diane Keaton shared a photo of her hands calling her hands too much because of her long black nails. And then she claimed that the woman was a fortune teller. Right. The only problem is Ms. French says, um, I don't care what you think about my nails, but I'm not a fortune teller. And that's my ring, bitch. So, okay, she didn't say bitch. But <laughs> turns out that's her ring. It's not Kyle Richards' ring, and she has proof. She actually went on Inside Edition with the proof, and the proof that the ring belongs to her includes not only photos of her wearing the ring years ago, but also the original appraisal form from the ring from 40 years ago. Okay, this is so bizarre. So now, to be fair, as TMZ points out, Kyle um, didn't accuse her of theft, but she wanted to identify the person. Well, yeah. I mean, she didn't like outright say that person stole my ring, but she did what she did do is point at the ring and show a picture of the ring that was stolen and show the similarity of where the metal had rubbed off a little bit and said, see, this looks like my ring. I want it. I mean, she implied it is all I'm saying. She implied it. Which is why maybe I wouldn't be so critical of Kyle Richards otherwise, or uh, although, I don't know, I maybe would have handled it a little bit differently, but I'm no Kyle Richards, and Kyle Richards loves attention. So, that doesn't surprise me. But my point is, I think the real problem here is Diane Keaton. Like, why did she share this photo in the first place, and why did she call her a fortune teller? That's what, so I do have a lot of questions, and that is my first question. What? Like, where did she see those hands? Why did she take a picture of them? Why did she call them a fortune teller? And then I just have a lot of questions. Is is Diane Keaton saying anything about this? No, she has not responded, uh, at least up until the point that this article was published this morning. So Was that on her Instagram? Uh, does Diane Keaton have well, an Instagram? Well, that was my question, because what I really want to do is go over there and see what that is. Yeah, she has an Instagram, and she types in all caps for everything. Because she's that is a whole thing. I love that. Um, I, what I wanted to see is if was that on a story or was that in her actual Instagram? No, because I think it was it's a, gone now. Oh, is it? Yeah. Well, probably because yeah, she realizes her mistake. Bloop. Okay. So bizarre. Also, like, here's what, what Diane story. Keaton said on July seventeenth. <clears throat> Some say Taco Tuesday. I say Taco Friday. What? 
What is she? <laughs> I, I mean, that was just a sampling of the content on Diane Keaton's Instagram account. Does she want to talk about it? <laughs> I bet she would if you asked mm-hmm. nicely. So, no, I'm scrolling through just to make sure that it wasn't. She does a lot of, um, like, meme posting or, like, you know, like a picture of a pug dog in a wig with a fake walker or, like, a sloth on a tree or... I mean, Diane Keaton is really just your mom on social media. Or, you know, a scene from I Love Lucy. I mean, it's really weird. But I don't, what I'm saying, I don't see that post any longer. Yeah. She obviously took it down because the lady was like, um, you're basically going to get me killed. Oh, no, like, it's still up. Where here is it? Is. You got to scroll. It's from July 13th, 2019. Uh, oh, okay. <clears throat> here's the caption. Scroll long enough. Yeah, here's the caption. You know how much I love black, but th- is this too much? I took this photo of a fortune oh, yeah. teller in Santa Monica. That's what it says on the on the photograph. So what's disturbing so is why oh she does like nail pictures though because there's another picture of a lady with nails. So she loves nails apparently. Yeah. I don't know. Well, so weird. Diane Keaton, you're drunk. Go home. Seriously, somebody check on her. But sure enough that lady that pharmacy clerk, she got those nails. Yeah, those nails those, are real. That's real. Yeah. She's also got a few like Beauty marks. Mm. She also has like 12 necklaces. I mean, this is a woman who loves her jewelry. Yeah. Also, too, I have so many questions about nails of that length. The one good thing I can say about those nails is you could get to the point of your back that would be, you know, it would feel real good to scratch. Yeah, because they reach. Yeah. You also could do a home COVID test with those, I think. (laughs) I think you could, too. (laughs) And uh, an enema. Oh my gosh, those uh, are that those are some nails. Yeah. She has a book called Clown Paintings. Who does? does? Diane Keaton? Okay. What? Diane Keaton is also besties (laughs) with Woody Allen. With Woody Allen. Mm -hmm. Okay. And unapologetically so. (sighs) Okay. Would you like to know who my D bag is? But of course. Courtney Kardashian. Oh no, why? Because I want to read you a um, a quote from her. Um, actually, it's not a real quote, but but it is a, a thought she has about herself. Um, she was talking to WWD, which is a I don't know fashion beauty business, Women's Wear Daily. Oh, is that what it is? Yes. Thank you for knowing that because I was like, I I didn't know what it was. It's a legit publication. Okay, well, cool. Well, she told them in an interview that people are starting to eat better and um, eat more organically because of her. Um. Her clean living habits have inspired other people, and that's why clean living, eating, and uh, whatnot and what have you is in the mainstream. She told uh, WWD, I feel like finally people are listening to me. It's frustrating to feel like it's kind of this weird thing to eat organically or things that to me are pretty standard in self-care. So I think now it's become normal in a way. And I'm just happy that it's catching on. What does this remind you of? Uh, Lies? I don't know. All of them? I'll tell you what it reminds you of. Are you ready to have your memory shocked? Do you remember when Gwyneth Paltrow talked about going to the yoga studio? Yeah, she created yoga. Because she invented yoga. And she was very upset 
that the lady at the yoga studio didn't know that she well, was the inventor of yoga. You know, because this is somebody in her ear, and I'm sure it's the same for uh, Kylie, and I hate the Daily Mail's website. Somebody needs I know, to kill it with fire. Real irritating. Um, because it opens like 50 things, and I it tiny little space for me to actually read the words. Um, this is that thing that happens to... Um, I don't want to say successful people, uh, people who become popular mm-hmm. uh, to a certain level that there then becomes this disincentive for the people around them to treat them like normal human beings. And so they start to say things to these people, Gwyneth Paltrow, Kylie Jenner, et cetera, Kim Kardashian, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Like, well, you know, I mean, you have had like a very large influence on the culture. I mean, you know, when you say things, that creates a ripple effect and that moves, you know, you you can sell products and blah, 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 blah. What I'm saying is she thinks she really can do yeah. this. Yeah. Like she's going to have a real impact on my eating habits. Yeah. And, the, and she's not. No. Any more than any other celebrity Court, was really this does. Or Courtney? This Sorry. is Courtney. Courtney. Yeah. Poosh. Yeah, Courtney, sorry, honey. Go nice home. try. You're drunk. You are on no organic Gwyneth Paltrow. But, and then that's the other thing. Okay, so like Gwyneth... Okay, I can't. I'm not going to go down that road. Yeah, what? I am. Real quick. I feel like Gwyneth Paltrow is having like sort of an Oprah level... Um, like... You know how like there's this thing called the Oprah effect where everybody wanted to just be on Oprah. Yeah. I feel like Gwyneth has that... Like everybody wants to be Gwyneth. Yeah. People who are in that industry want to be going. Oh, of course. Yeah. yeah. They see her success and, you know, they want to copy her. Do you smell toast? Yeah. What yeah. is that? Yeah. What were is you that? worried that you were having? I literally event? was like, I smell toast. Did you see me like? <laughs> yeah. I'm going to check on that toast smell in just hey, a moment. Well, especially because the three of us are in different rooms. In very and if we're all having different toast areas. Smells, Let's just hope there's nothing burning. I'm gonna go check. Okay. Uh, when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, uh, yeah, we got we're gonna do a little D bag double down. Uh, I got another D bag for you after this on my talk 107.1. The toast situation on the Colleen and Bradley show, my talk 107.1, streaming live at mytalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer. Hi. I went out into the hallway. I ran into uh, not from a distance, of course. Uh, another coworker and I said, "Is something burning?" And he said, "I thought I was the only one who could smell burning toast. The toaster was hot, but no toast was in it. We unplugged it, and now I feel safer." The mystery of the burning toast. And so that's all we know. But now on the Colleen and Bradley show, it's not time to talk about toast. It's time to talk about Bradley. Do you have a sounder for that? For toast. For do toast. We, do we have do that I? one? Yeah. Oh gosh, I do. Yeah, you do. You know, when all is said and done. It makes good toast. It just makes good toast. It really toast. does, that toaster. It does. Um, now I, I would like to give you a little D-bag double down. Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Day. <laughs> and this one comes to be in... able to make out with Oprah. Oh, where's the rest? To be able to make out with Oprah. To have, op- to have love scenes with her and those Tiggo biddies. I mean, um. <laughs> Thank you, Terrence. Never forget. Never no. forget. Hashtag that, never forget. We created that button bar after hearing that, or that button for the button bar after hearing that interview. 
and not being able to accept that that was reality. It's reality. And now in 2020, we're living on that timeline, you guys. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so today my D-bag double down is the whole Smith kit and caboodle. Meaning okay. Will and Jada Pinkett oh, Smith and the rest Smith, of the whole family. Okay? okay. The whole The whole bunch bang. of them. And here's why. Okay, so they do the I don't know if you know about this. They do this thing on Facebook Watch called the Red Table Talk. Did you know about it? <laughs> I mean, are it's you bleeping me? Literally <laughs> where they just trot out all of their thoughts and indiscretions and lay it all out to talk about. And apparently Hi everybody, this is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. There was a quote recently by Jada Pickett-Smith where she basically said, you know, the reason that they started the Facebook watch show, the red table talk was because she was tired of pretending like her marriage to Will Smith was perfect to which I said, whoever nobody said that nobody expected that. No. In ever. fact, we constantly poked, poked. We James K. We poked holes. <laughs> we poked holes in. The, yes. In the, um, the idea that they had a perfect relationship repeatedly. But that okay. was their own thing. And uh, none of us were participating in it. Well, anyway, the most recent episode of the Red Table Talk, uh, which, by the way, is also co-hosted by Jada's mom, Adrian Banfield-Jones. Who just looks amazing for her age, by the way. Like, I want whatever she is on. Right. That whole family, actually. They just they all, all look great. Look amazing. Oh, I think they made a deal with the devil because uh, Willow, who's 19, also co-hosts the show. And apparently they had a conversation about uh, her, Jada Pinkett Smith's indiscretions with August Elsina while she was still married to Will Smith. And I don't want to say indiscretions. They might have been discretions. I don't know. Um, it sounds like, according to the story, Will signed off on it, right? Um, and this is what Willow had to say of her mother's affair. I want to put it on the table. I'm so proud of you to be able to see you and dad do that. For me, it was like, okay, that's the real deal. That's real love. Meaning the way that Will and Jada publicly handled that was made Willow see that her parents were truly in love, which is just a really weird, messed up thing. And this is my beef. This is why I've decided to debug double down on this. The, the way that the Smith family makes every single conversation a full family affair, that everything that that is the way that they that, you know, that they're they think they're doing something really noble by hosting these red table talks where everybody just shows up and just 
vomits all of their feelings in front of all of why, us. Why? Okay, so here's the better question, because now we've done a lot of... I shouldn't say the better question. Here's another question or the next logical question. Mm-hmm. Why does that rub us the wrong way? Well, I think it's just because... Um, well, I don't... <sighs> What about it? Is Is it the the radical honesty? Is it the fact that they're that we think that their radical honesty is just a bed of lies, or is it just that we think they're creepy family? Like, what's the thing? Do you think? I think it's. I think it's. First of all, it's just a bed of lies. I think it is more in service of, and I quote Jada Pinkett Smith, trying to prove that their relationship isn't perfect. They're trying to prove that they do relationship perfectly. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like where the old way, the old way was that they were trying to show that everything was all wonderful. Now they're trying to show that their imperfections are perfect. I think it's, it's very, um, gosh, and I don't know what it says about me, but I've always interpreted this as like, they feel like they have reached an, uh, a stage of evolution. Mm-hmm. They have, you know, achieved a level of enlightenment that the rest of us haven't. Mm -hmm. And they are looking down from, you know, Olympus and sort of, you know, like sharing what they've gone through because there is a because, again, there's something um, unique or, again, evolved is the word Mm -hmm. I just keep coming back to, that they feel they owe the world to share because they've been able to, like, achieve this, you know, sort of like... And I think it's because of what Scientology has done to us or what, um, you know, celebrity, covering celebrity in general has done to us that makes us very, very hypersensitive to celebrities who are like... You okay over there, honey? I keep on every time I go to take a sip of water, it dribbles on me. She has a drinking problem. It's okay. Um, No, it's that like we're very hypersensitive to people who think their their doo doo don't smell right because of their celebrity. And that's the thing with this group, this entire group. And I think we saw it in the way that they sort of publicly parented their kids. Uh, by treating them like small adults when they weren't, which is a definite approach, right? It's a it's an approach. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying that that they're not unique to that. No, 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 no. But it is. But the yeah, and and I think that some of it, I still feel like I see that, like Willow Smith at the age of 19, weighing in with a commentary on her mother's affair. That's feels super inappropriate to me yeah well and and again from my perspective where i come from i would just feel very uncomfortable talking to my mother about her affair right and and again that says a lot about me probably and what i'm comfortable with and what my raise raising my yeah the way you were raised the way i was raised i just there that's not a comfort level but i also think that there's this genre or this slice of celebrity you know privilege where they do have different boundaries and it this just shows that right Right. so as much as the celebrities try to be relatable to people just like you and me and i'm not saying we're the most relatable um but you know 
I kind of feel like most people would be kind of ooked out by that. Yeah. And the fact that they don't see that and they think they're actually helping enlighten the rest of us by sharing that and that they don't see that we might react that way. That just shows more that like it just doubles down on how like what a privileged standpoint they're. Yes. Coming from. Yes. Um. Yeah, so, again, I feel like we've had this conversation before, and there will be a thousand more opportunities to have this conversation about the Pinkett Smith family, because they keep, this is what they use, and I think that's the other piece of it, is that I'm very uncomfortable with, I really am generally uncomfortable with anybody who lets all the things hang out, right? because you don't believe it. Well, I don't believe it, first of all, and, and... I, the other piece that I'm very wary of with them is that they say now they're like, yeah, we just we put it all out there. We're putting it all out there in the red table talks. But then something will crop up like this August Alcina story. And you're like, oh, OK, so you weren't really putting it all out there. You just wanted us to think you were putting it all out there. And then something showed up. Like either you're putting it all out there or you're not putting it all yeah. out there. But frankly, I prefer them not putting it all out there. Whatever. I think uh, we learned something. When we come back, I don't know. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, the question is, what's your coffee order? 651-641-1071. I'm not getting you coffee. You can get your own coffee. What is your coffee order? 651-641-1071. You're not going to get it here, but we're just curious. After this on My Talk 1071. Have you been waiting for just the right job? Then welcome to the end of your search. Amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area, and now is a great time to apply. You can start getting paid right away and work close to home. Applying is easy. You don't even need an interview. So what are you waiting for? Come join the team and get a great seasonal job offer today. Visit Amazon.com slash hiring. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer.